BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. See, senor. A dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound, hey, everybody, today, uh, midweek, is it Wednesday? I don't even know what day it is. Tis. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Uh, are you inspired by anything? Am I anything? inspired by anything? Got gotcha, you hot to trot, general manager-wise. I, I was thinking of billionaires punching each other in the yes. head. Yes, I am inspired by that. Kamala Harris, perhaps? I'll tell you why in a little bit. Ah, gosh, the IRS whistleblowers. That's a story that's about to get very, very big. But uh, I'm afraid we haven't hired anyone permanently. Uh, So what did you used to call it? A rudderless ship. Rudderless ship. We have no leader. Big finish here. Here we go. So the guy that's training Elon Musk for the cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. Because, well, of course. (laughs) If you haven't been paying attention, that sentence might have struck you as odd. (laughs) Things are getting weird. They're getting weird fast. Like if this came to you fresh, that sentence (laughs) might seem odd. The guy who's training Elon Musk for his cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. It's like hearing Ronald McDonald's 
stabbed uh, uh, Colonel Sanders just in passing. What? What happened? <laughs> anyway, uh, this is uh, said um, he, he shared some photographs from the training session yesterday because apparently Elon is training for the fight and uh, said he was impressed, extremely impressed with his strength, power and skill on his feet on the ground. Um. It's really inspiring to see Elon and Mark both doing martial arts, but Elon is better than he thought. Uh, Elon's got a special move he was going to use. I'm trying to find that. We've got the clip of it coming up later. It's like the alligator hold or something like that. That's what, he, that's what he's going to use on Zuckerberg, he said. <laughs> I'm going to retweet your teeth right down your throat or something. I don't know. Hey, do you like this? Pow! <laughs> the wrath. Of Mark. Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Now you got a blue eye and a blue check mark. Ah! <laughs> wow, you've got a million of them. <laughs> I'm going to suspend your consciousness. So if, if this happens, Dana White, who is the big promoter of all the big UFC fights, says this will be the most watched pay-per-view fight in world history. And I would assume that'd be true. Just like we were talking the other day about the Bobby Riggs, Billy Jean King Battle of the Sexes tennis match from the early 70s is still the most watched tennis match of all time. I think this would be bigger than Conor McGregor anybody. Well, Jack, according to a human on a website, Elon Musk's dad is worried his son will get his ass kicked in a cage fight with Mark Zuckerberg. Quote, the humiliation would be total. Now, we talked about this late in the show yesterday, if you're not into it. So there's uh, there's an age difference. Katie, what were the ages again? You looked them up on Elon and Mark Zuckerberg. There's an age difference, which uh, Zuckerberg's got the advantage, but Elon's like 40 pounds heavier. Yeah, he- Elon's 51, Zuckerberg's 39. Okay. okay. All right, so just a dozen years, but that's, dozen that's years. a big oh, dozen years, oh. 39 to 51. I, know, I remember. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't. Fifty-one-year-old me doesn't want to fight thirty-nine-year-old me. Over in a minute. Um, but Zuckerberg's one fifty-five and Elon's one ninety, so advantage Elon there. So there you go. I didn't know Elon was training with an actual uh, martial arts guy. Why, yeah, why, are you, I mean, why, are you, why are you laughing, Michael? You don't seem to be taking this seriously. Oh, though. I'm just loving this. I want this to are, happen so badly. I will pay for this. Two of the richest men in the world uh, are going to fight each other in a cage. I mean, what's <laughs> weird about that? Oh, nothing. Nothing at all. Signed, Ancient Rome at the end. May we have be... people in schools convincing small children that they're a different sex showing their genitals in the streets and our billionaires are fighting in cages we need an undercard maybe warren buffett and bill gates i don't know we need we need something to warm us all up i don't feel like you're taking my warning seriously <laughs> Warren Buffett. I just, I, I just, it, it's got the feeling to me of something that started as a joke but ends up happening. That, that's what it has the feeling of to me. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, you call in a charity at some point and say, "All right, half the money's going to go to the global malaria fund or something." But guys being guys, perhaps, and maybe some animosity between the two, that it turns into something. 
God, that would be hilarious. You know what the undercard is? Starvin' Jack Dorsey against <laughs> Sundar Pichai of uh, Google. I don't know. I think... Does but it have to be tech billionaires? I was yeah, just going Jeff Bezos for somebody versus somebody. Maybe Warren Buffett and Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, who's also one of the richest people on Earth. Warren Bezos is... Uh, I'm sorry. Who's going to fight whom in this scenario? Warren Buffett will fight Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. That's why he's fighting Warren Buffett or, or <laughs> Bezos' ex-wife. That's why he's fighting a girl. To even it out. So on that uh, one, you got man versus woman. An age yes. difference of 60 years. <laughs> yes, that seems fair. Perfectly reasonable. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should start the show officially so we can get back on track. I don't know. I think it's going to happen. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, June 28th, year 2023, taking up arms against the sea of troubles. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Maybe we should just put on best of tapes and go home and think about the things we've said. Hmm? <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> let's see how it goes. Beginning officially now, according to FCC rules and regs, the show starts at Mark. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. You need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. According to the latest NBC News poll, Kamala Harris has the lowest net approval rating of any vice president in NBC News polling history. First of all, I didn't know they had approval ratings for vice presidents, and how would I determine that? I uh, Most of history just said, I, I don't know. I guess they're doing a fine job for what they're asked to do, which is nothing. They're a heartbeat away from the presidency, Jack. People form an overall opinion of their their competence. They have no. What do, you, what do you think of them? They have no role. Anyway, what's her approval rating? And uh, her role is dealing with the root causes of illegal immigration, sir. A very important role. One of the best parts of the whole Lyndon Baines Johnson, Robert Carroll books is when he becomes vice president or John F. Kennedy, and the Kennedys hated him, and uh, he had zero to do. Like, zero. He was shocked at how he had just nothing. He didn't even have an office for a long time. Then he had an office, and he would just sit there. He would just go in there, and he'd just sit there and talk to people. Wow. From the master of the Senate to utterly idle. Uh, Nothing to do. And a lot of vice presidents have been like that through history. But anyway, what's her approval rating? Well, just to uh, set it up for you, uh, Al Gore had a net uh, positive Plus 15. I would have given him a positive rating, I suppose, as vice president. At one point. You're doing a good job of seeing if the president dies. In May 2003, a similar time in the uh, administration, I think that's the point, uh, Dick Cheney had a plus 23 positive. You'd never get that idea from the mainstream media, ever. Uh, Joe Biden in 2010 was net plus one. Uh, Vice President uh, Mike Pence had a net minus four so minus four is the low. Oh, until you get to a Kamala Harris net minus 17. God save the queen, man. 49% said they have a negative view of Harris, including a whopping 39% who say they have a very negative view of her. So does that speak? I was going to say mostly, but maybe not. Maybe just also. Does that speak also to just our polarized times where it's going to be very hard for anybody in the future to have much better than ever a 50% r- r- rating just because you got half the country would never approve of you? 
Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's that's probably a factor in the way that we went from voting for Supreme Court justices a hundred to zero to now it's fifty fifty. But name a vice president who voters of their own party in huge numbers openly said that's a moron. Right. Right. I appreciate you defending Kamala Harris for some reason as the show liberal, <laughs> but she's useless. Useless. I- yeah. And a drag on the ticket. Of course, that's not going to be the ticket, as I've said many times. Right. Uh, there is some new Hunter Biden stuff. And like Joe said, it's about to go or has gone mainstream. couple of paragraphs from the New York Times we have to point out to you later this hour that uh, really signal a lot, I think. Although the fact that they're paragraphs 21 and 22 in the story shows you that they're still oh. hesitant to uh, put it up front. But. What is going on when a newspaper knows they've got something very important to say, but they put it in paragraph 22? I mean, how do you justify that to yourself as a journalist? It makes you feel good that you didn't leave it out. I guess that's what you're doing. I think so. It reminds me of the the tap dancing Fox News was doing. Um, not wanting to criticize Trump too much as, as they lost viewers and trying to figure out, all right, we got to do this story, but how and where and how long is it going to be? And Trump so yesterday uh, said Fox is in on the railroading him over this whole uh, documents thing. We'll get to some of uh, Trump's defenses of himself a little bit later in the show also. Yeah, get some of those key clips of Trump uh, from that tape ready, guys, because we have a really interesting theory via mailbag coming cool. up. Awesome. Uh, so mailbag's looking good, then, it sounds like, and we'll get to that on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Rise and The uh, phone call go down between the president of Belarus and Poroshenko and uh, no and no uh, Prigozhin and Putin. All those people involved in the the, the near mutiny from uh, the weekend. How did that go down? Well, it, it seems like we know now. It's really interesting. We can also get to that later in the show. Mm, high oh, level dealing and high level Chinese uh, uh, operator. With a major statement about Ty- uh, about uh, Ukraine yesterday, so stay tuned for that. Wow, big news! All right, here's your freedom loving quotes of the day. Going to pack in some multiple quotes from Thomas Jefferson as we approach Independence Day next right. week. Honesty is the first chapter in the book of wisdom. He says, which is interesting because I just read something really interesting about why everybody lies these days and gets away with it especially in politics. Uh, really, really interesting. Uh, and But one more from uh, Thomas Jefferson. I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. He would probably be working with Matt Taibbi right now, uncovering all the uh, censorship going on and bullying, that sort of thing. I, I don't know. Or would he? Would he hate Trump so much that he ignores it? <laughs> Oh, speaking of these confused modern times, Aaron and Apex sent along this picture of a T-shirt he came across. 
Uh, he's loading up on his Independence Day gear, T-shirts, ammo, fireworks, tri-corner hat. Uh, it's an American flag with the caption, Leave Our Kids Alone. I like it. I like it. My, hey, my, do we have that? Yeah, go ahead. My 11-year-old's new favorite T-shirt is a Don't Tread on Me T-shirt with this snake on it. That's just nice. every, He wears it every day. I have to wash it regularly. The famous Gadsden flag. Gadsden was an interesting guy. I was just reading about him. Anyway, no time for that. Uh, do we have that uh, Trump audio edit we were talking about during the break? Famous tape, uh, Mar-a-Lago, documents, etc. Well, with Eric. Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack. Iran. You know what, Michael? Cut it off. Just occurred to me, it's better to do this first and then listen to it. So have that ready. Uh, Ron Anonymous writes, I'm surprised nobody suggested this about the Trump audio recording. So let it be heard now. When Trump is talking about the classified info, the only thing that makes sense in context is that he's being sarcastic. He's reading a newspaper and joking that he could have declassified the info, but now he can't, even though it's published in the newspaper. Everyone in the room laughs at that point because they see he's reading from a newspaper, but says it's classified info. He's trying to make the girls laugh. Okay, now let's listen to it. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look, this was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. Well, I don't know. I, nope. I think that's a stretch, man. Not buying it, Ron Anonymous. That Sorry. is a stretch. Now, Trump has his own explanation for that very portion of the audio that we will uh, play for you later because he talked about it yesterday. We talked yesterday about the challenges of military recruitment. Uh, JT writes, uh, U.S. military is currently an all-volunteer system. If you take away the incentives and motivations for people to volunteer, you'll expect fewer volunteers, of course. As Tom Cruise said in the first Jack Reacher movie, there are four types of people who join the military. One, family tradition. Two, true patriots. Three, financial and career opportunities. Mm. And four, thugs and sociopaths who want a legitimate license to hurt other people. Assuming group number four has always been screened out to the extent that it can be, that leaves the other three. With the entire left adopting an anti-American attitude, you can expect number two, the true patriots, to be severely curtailed among teenagers and people in their early 20s. Uh, and also, like uh, fine china napkins and bedspreads, the younger generation is culturally less inclined to follow in the footsteps of their parents anyway. So you're going to lose a lot, plus the, the woke thing, the green thing. Well, and we talked yesterday about how the Marines meet the recruiting goals, and I think there's a, a certain level of, you know what, I want to challenge myself. I want to see if I can be the best. And as they lower the standards, and everybody knows it, about you know the other branches, there's not that feeling. It's a, I'm going to join a group of people who are okay, that, I don't know how inspiring that is for people. And with the growth of the welfare state, the fact that the military is a good, steady job, if yeah. nothing else, it's less persuasive. Sure. I'll just lay around and let the government buy my groceries. Right. Uh, the Hunter Biden story, did it go mainstream this week? Maybe. we got some examples of that and other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As the White House sees it, the leader of the free world is a regular dad. What message is the president trying to send um, to the American people? Every president of the United States has invited their family to state dinner. This president also has a family. Uh, He is no different. I got to say, on the list of scandals to follow, the... Why was Hunter at the state dinner story is not high on my uh, my uh, my chart. Dinner table events. Yeah, I would agree. It's um, but it's fine. Uh, it's le- not a great look, but but no, whatever. it's not a great look. And so let's start here uh, on our claim that the Hunter Biden story is growing and going mainstream. This is from the New York Times. This is from Mark Halpern's fabulous newsletter, in which he points out that this. These are paragraphs 20 and 21 in the New York Times story about the IRS whistleblowers today. First of all, the fact the New York Times is doing a story at all would have been huge a year ago because everybody was ignoring this story completely. Now they have a a story that's long enough to have a paragraph 20 and 21. But anyway, uh, in mid-2022... Mr. Weiss, so now you're going to hear two names, Weiss and Shapley. They're both IRS whistleblowers. Is that what they are? Uh, no. Shapley. Uh, Weiss, uh, yeah, Sh- Shapley is. Shapley. Uh, David Weiss was the Delaware U.S. attorney. Okay, here you go. In mid-2022, Mr. Weiss reached out to the top federal prosecutor in Washington, Matthew Graves, to ask his office to pursue charges and was rebuffed, according to Mr. Shapley's testimony. 
A similar request to prosecutors in the Central District of California, which includes Los Angeles, was also rejected. Mr. Shapley testified. Here you go. A second former IRS official who has not been identified told House Republicans the same story. That episode was confirmed independently to the New York Times by a person with knowledge of the situation. As Mark Halpern writes, which of your emotions is bigger here? Your incredulity that this confirmation reporting was buried in paragraph 20 and 21 or your excitement that... The New York Times has now implicitly made clear it is doing serious investigative work on this matter and that they have sources and are confirming these things. Right. The New York Times is on this story deep. If they've got someone telling this and they're writing, yeah, we've confirmed this independently. Now, why you would put that on paragraph 21, I don't know. Yeah, that is something else. Uh, Jonathan Turley with a great piece in uh, The Hill the other day, who is lying, Merrick Garland or the whistleblowers? And he puts it quite starkly, either the two whistleblowers who testified under oath, hundreds of pages of testimony, are lying, or the Justice Department, Merrick Garland is. Right, it's that simple. And the fact that the New York Times is taking the the not Merrick Garland story seriously, I think is a serious development. This, yeah, this I would is agree. this is something. So uh David Weiss, who was the Delaware US attorney in a meeting in October 2022 when um when the prosecutors or when the investigators said, "Hey, why are we not bringing charges?" He told them, "I'm not the deciding official. I don't get to decide who we're going to charge." Now, the IRS supervisory agent, Gary Shapley, told Congress he was so dismayed by Weiss's statement and other admissions that he memorialized them in a communication to other team members. Shapley and another whistleblower detail what they describe as a pattern of interference with their investigation of Hunter Biden, including the denial of searches, lines of questioning, and even attempted indictments. Turley writes, the only thing abundantly clear is that someone is lying. Either these whistleblowers are lying to Congress under oath, or these Justice Department officials, including Garland, are lying. Let's see. Duh, 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 duh. Clark. Oh, that's that's about the uh, I'm sitting here next to my dad's stuff. Uh, most of us expected a simple denial of that stuff. Yet after five years, Hunter has never even denied that the laptop was his. His team has continued with the same non-denial denials. Uh, duh, 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 the Justice Department. The laptop, which has all the classic hallmarks of Russian disinformation. The transcript also details how investigators wanted to confirm the authenticity of the WhatsApp messages through the company. The Justice Department reportedly shut down that effort. No, don't reach out to WhatsApp. If Hunter Biden was evasive, Garland was irate. He denounced the allegations as, quote, an an attack on an institution that is essential to American democracy and essential to the safety of the American people. The statement bordered on delusion. Polls show a majority of public now views the Justice Department as politically compromised and even engaged in election interference. Uh, These questions are not an attack on the institution, but on what some are doing with it. Garland's reaction is akin to doctors responding to malpractice lawsuits as an attack on medicine itself. I, I love that line. Yeah. So... If the only way this goes anywhere is if the Bigfoot corporate media jumps on this and starts to pull threads, 
mm-hmm. talk to sources, as we just heard the New York Times did to a certain extent, independently confirming something. Um, because otherwise, it's just I I don't think that, that that is a good way to set it up. Of somebody's lying, either Garland's either the the attorney general's lying or these whistleblowers are lying. That's indisputable. But I could see it being left at, I don't know, somebody's lying. And never going any further than that. Unless you can pull other threads and get, you know, more people to to jump on the bandwagon of, yeah, 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 that this happened to me, that this this happened to me. Um, but it would take the Washington Post, CBS News, whoever, New York Times to jump on this story also. But there's a decent chance they're going to based on, you know, the stuff we played yesterday. Of the way the, or I guess on Monday, of the way the uh, the press corps got all over that story from Friday from the press room and started to follow up in a way that they never had before. Right. The difficult part of this is that uh, the Justice Department limiting lines of questioning, discouraging certain charges... You know, I could give you a couple other examples of what the whistleblowers are suggesting. They all edge toward, but are vague-ish examples of malfeasance, of dishonesty, of, of, of bad administration. They're not crimes, per se. Merrick Garland saying, I don't think that's a very strong case you got there. And the investigator saying, it's the strongest case we've ever built in our lives. How do you adjudicate that? Right. Unless there are smoking guns are just blatant. I mean, somebody comes forward and says, that's it. I, I can't take it anymore. Merrick Garland told me we can't investigate this because we've got to get rid of Trump or, or right. keep yeah. Biden. Or, yeah, you're right. Because the Chinese energy company was going to give him a million dollars or something right. like that. If it's a judgment call that the boss makes and you know it's determined by a lot of people that the boss made the wrong decision, okay, but that's, that's not a crime on judgment calls. Prosecutors make decisions all the time whether to, you know, go forward or not. Sometimes I'm sure they're wrong. I mean, I wouldn't buy it, but gives you plausible deniability, doesn't it? It, it does. I just, or used, just, I just uh, was wrong. Plausible clouding of the water. Yeah. yeah. It, the reputation of uh, federal prosecutors in law enforcement, by the way, is that they will not attempt a putt unless it's one foot or less. Right. They only prosecute cases they know they're going to well, win. Well, that, that was something I actually agreed with. Remember when James Comey wrote the the former FBI director wrote that book? Was it the book called Chicken Ass? I think the book was called Chicken Ass, uh, or was that just the phrase from it? But anyway, he was calling all these people chicken asses for not, you know, only going after cases that are a hundred percent guaranteed. We're letting too many people get away. Because we're so scared of ever being challenged or losing a case, which I'm sure is true. Right. Right. I got one more question about uh, strippers and uh, sex clubs for you, but maybe right after this. How hard to imagine how we got there, sir. What sort of perverse thinking are you engaged in? It all fits together. All right, a quick word from our friends at Consumer Cellular, then that and other more wholesome fare. These days, you might be a little skeptical when something sounds too good to be true. Good for you. Between spam and scams and so-called free offers, there's always a catch. So when a really good deal comes along, we can tell you this is one of them. Consumer Cellular, a wireless service with everything you need and want, but up to half of your regular wireless bill. Yeah, half. 
Consumer Cellular has budget-friendly plans starting at just $20 a month. Switching is super easy. You can keep your current number, no problem. What? I can keep my current number? Yes, that old tried-and-true number. Uh, And activation is free. Their award-winning customer support is 100% based right here in the United States. How awesome is that? And then they're ready to help you find flexible monthly plans that are right for you, even your whole family. With Consumer Cellular, you can add a line for just $15 a month per line. So here's how you take action. Pick up shell phone, dial pound 250, and say the keyword morning show for $25 off. You'll have the option to receive one-time auto dial text message from Consumer Cellular. All you have to do is dial pound 250 and say the keyword morning show for $25 off. You know, I'm reminded as we talk about this of the utterly undeniable targeting of conservative uh, groups by the IRS. You remember how they were slow walking their um, efforts to get uh, nonprofit status? And then it turned out John McCain was pushing that. He was trying to make sure that the Tea Party movement didn't get going. Um, That was absolutely clearly, uh, you know, executive branch malfeasance. But uh, you blame a building. Yeah, you know, there were, uh, were definitely IRS problems. There were we're retraining our employees, and and, <laughs> and uh, we've instituted reforms already. You remember the uh, when the big FBI report came out uh, saying that the origins of Crossfire Hurricane were were corrupt this is and no dishonest. A problem. We've already put right. new uh, methods in place. That's right. Uh, new methods that would have prevented this from ever happening. So everything's fine here. Thanks for asking. So to the sex club stuff, part of what the whistleblowers are saying is that Hunter Biden deducted payment, his his membership to the sex club. He put it he put it on the paper. I mean, he didn't hide it. He actually wrote it down as a business expense. Sex club membership. Also, prostitutes. He, he put it in his paperwork. Isn't that well, maybe uh, let's uh, client entertainment. He's taken Chinese uh, energy oligarchs and, and Ukrainian uh, mobsters to the sex club. And, and cutting deals there between the sweating and grunting. He, <laughs> Hunter, you're a loser. Hunter Biden wrote off $106,000 in sexual affairs as business expenses. Some of the, 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 the items were to be deducted were personal no-show employees. He deducted payments that were made to what he called his West Coast assistant, who was actually a prostitute. Mm. <laughs> God She's fine. the queen, man. She's a good typist, too. She assists me in having orgasms. Oh, my. Well, oh, my. I don't know. What, that's a heck of a thing that he actually writes it down. All right. He, he listed a sex club membership in Los Angeles. He called it a golf membership, but he had it on his form. <laughs> and it wasn't hard to trace down what it was. Wow. Right. Wow. I wonder how he was at the state happened. dinner the other night. Sex crazed junkie tax <laughs> cheat. Yup. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, oh, geez. What a story. Likelihood that this becomes a, uh, the, the, the like, like, I don't know, goes to the level you want it to go to. What do you put that at? Mm-hmm. What do you want? A percentage? A yeah. letter grade? Whatever you want. Fahrenheit you're reading? Um, <laughs> I, I would say it's uh, mildly unlikely. It's There's just too much gray area. And I do think it will be a factor in Joe Biden deciding not to run, although my theory is he's already decided not to run. Right. I, that's what I've been saying all along. The role that this whole thing plays is, as as Joe Biden, I assume, is being briefed on, you know, 
this story or paying attention at some level. If it gets hot enough, you know, when it's in the New York Times and CBS News is following up with questions in the press room and stuff like that, that is just that extra oomph for him to think, you know, I'm old, I'm tired, I don't need to do this anymore. This, I mean, and he bows out. Speaking of failed leadership, there's some really interesting stuff coming up, uh, coming out rather about the whole Putin Prigozhin flap. Was it a coup? Was it not? Who knew about it? That's really interesting. Germany has said it's time to get back to being a world power, and China is not going a juggernaut that's going to take over the world in the world economy. It's a half failed communist. You know, I almost used a nasty word. Uh, it's in terrible shape in a lot of ways. More immediate to your life, the travel that you're planning to do over 4th of July, it's already a mess. And no. expected to get worse. People stranded at airports already. Oh my God, this is going to be ugly. And I'm planning to fly at some point. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey guys, this is Matt from Powder Magazine. I'm here at Mammoth Mountain. We're just over a week out from 4th of July. We still have 126-inch base here at the summit. There's still 60-plus trails open, nine lifts running daily. The snow is awesome. It's honestly skiing like March out here. Yeah. Come on out to Mammoth. There's a ton to do here. Sure. How are you going to get there? Well, you can drive, which is I'm actually uh, doing a big, long drive because uh, I like driving. My kids like driving, but you can't fly anywhere. Yeah, It's going to be ugly next really? week. It's already ugly. Ugh. So, well, just in the last couple of days. I like how you gloss over the fact that climate change has given us no snow after it gave us less snow. <laughs> and normal snow, that's climate change, too. Right. So already this week, uh, 2,200 canceled flights in the last two days. Really? More than 16,000 delayed flights. Canceled flights, obviously, if you've ever been on one, is a big problem. It's annoying to have your flight delayed and you hang around at the airport for a very long time. When your flight is flat out canceled, it sucks because you got several hundred people 
they got to figure out how to go somewhere, and the other flights for the day are already usually full. So mm-hmm. there ain't you ain't going nowhere. I saw all kinds of reports on the news last night of people who were being told it would be next week before they could get a flight out of whatever East Coast no. airport they were in. Yes. Next week. Oh, it's, Holy it's shaping cow. Start up. walking. So uh, some of it is weather. Some of it is the fires all over the country. Some of it is things that, you know, are... Um, um, you know, black swan events, but some of it is not, um, as CNN re- is reporting hundreds of thousands of us airline customers already stranded this week, hundreds of thousands as severe weather grounded plane led to canceled flights, all that sort of stuff. But that's only one factor staffing shortages as has been the problem. All these other airport apocalypses we, we had over Thanksgiving and Christmas in various times where people were stranded all over the nation. Remember that whole thing? Mm. Staffing shortages at both U.S. Airlines and the FAA air traffic control operations took a bad situation and made it worse. And that's how we ended up with thousands of canceled flights already, tens of thousands of delays, and we're just getting going on one of the biggest traveling segments of the entire year. It's chaos down here. One woman behind me in line told me she's been told to be prepared to be stuck here until Saturday. Everybody is so stressed out. People are yelling. People are mad. There's never a situation where it works for your schedule to be told on a Tuesday that you can fly on Saturday. Hello, Greyhound. Hmm? I'm right in the car People smell interesting smells. Oh, yeah. You can do that as well. Interesting smells. I'm just, it's one of the senses, right? Uh, yeah, wow. Holy cow. I'm glad we're driving. Um, how is, when the... is a politician, when is uh, Ron DeSantis going to stand up and say, how the heck is it? There's nobody to work in restaurants anymore. We haven't had millions of people die of working age. How is it? All of a sudden, the airlines are short-staffed. Well, we actually know that. They laid off a bunch of people during COVID, even though they talked to, took a lot of the we-won't-lay-off-people money. How do we have a shortage of all these workers and all these people laying around smoking pot playing video games? Is this right? Do you want this, America? You don't hear that out of politicians much. Is there a reason? I don't know. Are they aware of it? Um... Uh, so that's a macro, a good macro question of, you know, you throw in the restaurants and everything like that. But if you want to focus on the air travel, how about how are we the richest nation in the history of the world? And you just can't fly anymore. You just can't. You just, it just doesn't work. It's just not an option. Uh, travel worsens, according to uh, CNN, worsens from the numbers I was giving you earlier. So we'll have more on that coming up later. Oh, my God, it's going to be a long week for anybody who's planning to go to an airport. Is travel like health? We have too much government where we don't need it and too little where we do. Probably. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.